This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Marla, good morning, Valacita. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you. Okay. Top of the morning, Sister Sabrina. Good morning, Valacita. Good morning, Sister Sabrina. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. Can I please say a prayer request? Can you say a prayer request for my son? Um, that um, he get his birth certificate, please. Okay. Okay. What's his name? Bobby Holloway. Good morning. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you. God's got her back all the time. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. And you have a great day. Hey, hey, I have a prayer request, please. Okay. Good morning, Sister Lisa, and I'm ready. Okay. Prayer request that God will move the spirit of the violence of these young people and to keep my granddaughters and every other child that's being bullied safe as I'm in the situation. I know that he's with me. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm just writing this all down. Okay, write it down. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday to you. I have a, a prayer request. Um, my husband has got to go in for an MRI this morning. And okay. at 745, his name is Richard. And then um, he's got a group gathering in Lathrop, one and a half hours. And... I am very, very, <laughs> my anxiety is very bad. I have bad anxiety, and I'll be here by myself. So can you keep me in, in your prayers that I'll be okay? Absolutely, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Holy Spirit, comfort Susie. Go ahead. Yes, I was just saying, Holy Spirit, comfort Susie. You have the Holy Spirit living in the inside of you. You have peace that lives on the inside of you. I need that so bad. Yeah. See, I can't drive anymore because of my back. And I'll be here by myself. I don't know any of the people around because we just moved in not too long ago. Okay. And I, I'm Peace terrified. Up on you. And I got you down for your husband. If he's having an MRI this morning. Yes. Yes. Okay. One and um, a half hours. Okay. 
got it. And thank you so much, Susie. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. This is glorious. God bless Good. you. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, glorious, and happy Wednesday to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. God bless. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. God bless. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, Declare Victory. It's Restore Rochelle. Have an awesome, magnificent day. Good morning, Restored Rochelle, and happy Wednesday to you, and thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in during the month of July, where our monthly theme is entitled Purpose. Each declarer will focus on understanding that God created each of us for his specific purpose and what benefits and power we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week, and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have some spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Sabrina. She's asking for prayer for her son, Bobby. She's asking for prayer that he be able to receive his birth certificate, that he gets his birth certificate. 
Um, the next prayer request is from Sister Lisa. She's asking for us to pray against the spirit of violence and also praying for her granddaughter and another child who have been who are being bullied. Susie is asking for prayer for her husband as he is having an MRI this morning. And she's asking for us to pray for her. She's feeling quite anxious this morning. So praying for peace and comfort to be upon Susie. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is from Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Christina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Forever, Father, we just want to thank you right now for this opportunity to live out purpose here on the earth on this day, that you would cause us to hear your loving kindness as we rise early in the morning to give you all the glory, to give you all the honor, and to give you all the praise. That we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We thank you for for keeping us safe throughout the night. We know that it is by your grace and your mercy that we even woke up this morning. It is by the multitude of your loving kindness and your tender mercy. So as we Partner with you right now in this moment in prayer, we ask that as your kingdom come down here on the earth, that your will would be done here on earth as it already is in heaven. And because we have already been declared as citizens, legally registered in Zion and your holy heel, we come before you and ask Jesus that you would cover us with the blood, for your blood cries out forgiveness. Right now, I ask that you would purify our hearts. For it is only he who has clean hands and a pure heart that can ascend upon your holy heel. So as we ascend upon your heel, as we come and we intercede here on the earth, knowing that as kings we shall decree a thing and it shall be established. And as priests, we intercede for those knowing that you called us to be a a chosen generation and a royal priesthood. We do so, binding ourselves to your will and to your way. For we know when two or three are gathered in your name, you are in the midst, so we ask that your presence would be tangibly felt 
wherever we are, whether we are at the marketplace at work, whether we are driving in our cars, whether we are in our bedrooms at home, wherever we are, we ask that, Holy Spirit, you would allow us to feel the engulfing of your presence. So right now, I lift up to you, Sabrina Sun Body, for you know every single thing about him. Every single moment of his life was already declared and set in stone. According to the volumes of the books concerning him, before a moment played out here on the earth, and as you made him in Sabrina's womb, you made him fearfully and wonderfully made. So I just ask that you would intervene on his behalf, whatever situation that has caused for there to be a delay in the acquisition of his birth certificate here on the earth, because he is called to be your child according to the spirit of adoption. Abba Father, we cry out to you and we ask that you would allow for his birth certificate here on the earth to be released into his hands in the mighty name of Jesus. And because you said that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven right now, we bind the spirit of violence that is attacking our youth. We bind the spirit of premature death that is coming as a rampage from the adversary, the devourer who speaks and roams around the earth, going to and fro. And instead, we lose a hedge of protection, not only around the youth, but also specifically around every single child that is attached to declare victory and every person that is listening here. We stand in proxy and we intercede for Lisa's granddaughter and her friend, asking that you would be a wall of fire around them and glory in their midst. And we would lose your peace and abundance, that you would allow peace by all means to be with them on this day, that you would allow for them to be beacons of hope to the youth that they would be a, an example of what it means to be a child here on the earth that is your child. And because we know that never have we seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging bread, I thank you that they don't have to beg for anything, that they don't have to beg for protection against bullies, but instead, Lord, you are even now placing every single child represented on this call in your secret place, that you would destroy and dismantle every single attack of the enemy against their lives, against their plans and purposes that you set forth for this day, and against their destiny and their purpose here on the earth. And right now I speak toward Susie. I thank you for her life. I thank you even for her releasing a sound on the call. I thank you even for the times that I remember she was host on the call and would say good morning to all of us. So right now we lift her up. We ask, Lord, that you would bind every spirit of fear trying to attack her mind, and instead you would lose power, love, and soundness of mind in her. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for 
traveling grace and mercies for Rick as he goes um, to get seen by the doctors today. And I ask that they would have a testimony that would be declared on the call about a good report that you would heal them by your stripes, Jesus, of every physical and emotional wound and illness, of every sickness and disease. I thank you that you are loosing even now healing, that we know you as Jehovah Rapha, and that you would heal us as we speak peace to anxiety, we speak peace to depression, we speak peace to all bipolar and schizophrenic uh, disorders. I thank you that we speak peace right now to any post-traumatic stress disorder, and I command in the name of Jesus that every single spirit of fear be broken, every single spirit of anxiety and depression be broken from touching not only Susie's life, but the lives of each and every one of us here on the call. But we rely solely upon you. So right now, I thank you that we can say today that we are prosperous and healthy and healed in every area that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every time that rises up against us in judgment, you shall condemn as we would loose upon us right now the excellent spirit as we serve you in the marketplace, that those that know us would have to know by what we say that we are kingdom citizens, but instead they would know it by what we do, that we would walk in uprightness as we worship and fear you. Hallelujah. And I thank you for loosing a spirit of wisdom here on the call because we know your wisdom is first and foremost pure and undefiled. I thank you that there is a pureness of wisdom that's being released in the name of Jesus. I thank you that because of that spirit of wisdom that you are releasing now on the call, that we will yield to your reason today, that we would be full of compassion today, and that we would be full and bear forth good fruit. Let us bear forth the fruit of the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, faithfulness, and self-control. As we just went through the month of self-control, let us learn how to be disciplined and orderly in all that we do. I thank you because you are a God of order and you are not the author of confusion. We bind every single confusing and confounding spirit in the name of Jesus and we lose your divine judgment in order here upon the earth. I thank you right now because Jesus, you died and you bore every single sickness, you bore every single disease, you bore every single sin upon us, that there is no condemnation, for we are in Christ Jesus. I start now that you would allow us to prosper in every way, that we would be in good health, and that our souls would prosper. And because, Lord, you said that we can come boldly before your throne of grace during our time of need, and it is the effective and fervent prayer of a righteous that availeth much, I thank you that we can release the sound here on the earth that will reverse in the heavenly realm, and that every single every single prayer that is uttered would be presented before your throne in golden bowls of incense with a sweet smelling aroma. So cover our words and our sounds with the blood of Jesus. I ask that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. And that because, Lord, you are just when you speak and blameless when you judge, we come before you humbly, knowing that we have nothing to give you but need everything that you can give us. All we have to give you is a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart. 
heart. So right now, if you just take your phone off of mute and you release your sound, that shall reverberate into the heavenly realm. And because, hallelujah, we have obtained an inheritance that we have been predestined according to the purposes of you, God, that you work all things according to the counsel of your will. I thank you that even this moment has been predestined to work towards the purpose of your will. But we know because we love you and we are called according to your purpose, all things will work together for the good, even things that we don't understand. I thank you that we will have foresight because we know and get divine revelation of purpose for every single person 
that is pushing back a plate today that has been led by Holy Spirit to fast. I thank you for their obedience, which is far greater than their sacrifice. And that they will feed upon the word of God. For you said, man shall not live off bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. And as we allow for the declaration, the radical midwife to come forth, I thank you for giving her a tongue of the learned that she shall speak a word to him who was weary in season. And that because her tongue is the pen of the ready writer and God, you are the author. Every word that she speaks that is covered in your grace and in your loving kindness is done according to your purpose and your plan for this call on this day. So right now we say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Not only on this call, but in our lives this day, have your way. And let the transmission on the call be clear and be uninterrupted by any attack of the enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus, cover this transmission with the blood. Thank you for not being a respecter of persons and your word doesn't return back to you for it. All we have to do is ask and we shall speak. Ask and you shall answer, seek and we shall find, knock and the door be open. And because you said in Numbers 14, 28, surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do the very things that I heard you say. We know that you've already done these things in which we've asked. And we will live out in confidence of knowing we possess that which we've asked of you because it is according to your purpose for our lives. And it's in the name of Jesus that we seal all of these prayers in this place. Amen. Beyond the call is in your hands. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday. I'm home, and I am grateful, grateful, grateful to be here. Thank you, Valuable, for doing what you always do. Uh, always greeting us graciously and hosting us uh, with great care and consideration at all times. I appreciate you. Thank you, Christina, for standing in the gap as Rochelle was uh, being what she is called to be, and that's an amazing wife to her husband, Derek, uh, who was in need of her assistance this morning. Thank you, sis, for uh, your sacrifice of uh, operating in uh, great integrity and character as you go through your process. Amen. Amen. You heard me. Um, and to you, my my siblings in the faith, blessings to you. Greetings this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is indeed a blessing uh, to be considered one amongst those in the land of the living. It could have gone another way. And I'm just grateful for life, health, and strength this morning, but more importantly, grateful uh, to be found even in position to be able to share with you in hopes that something that's said empowers you, encourages you, inspires you, enriches you, but more importantly, entreats you to trust in, to lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways. Acknowledge our great and awesome, sovereign God. This Jesus, this uh, Son of Man, this deity <laughs> who is 
uh, rich in grace and mercy, and I'm grateful this morning. It's Wednesday, y'all. It's the day that we have set aside to push back our plates to demonstrate the discipline of uh, chastening the flesh, our desires, our thought processes, our understanding in an effort to obtain knowledge and wisdom, and more importantly, to build a true and a right relationship with um, our sovereign God. And so I want to extend the invitation to each and every person that's on the call today um, that you would join us in our efforts to uh, go further, faster, uh, in the words of my brother David Burns, to be um, in proper standing with our Father. And so we fast every Wednesday from 5 a.m., or I do from a little earlier than that, but uh, <laughs> throughout the course of the day until 5 p.m., where we meet right back here simply to encourage one another, to um, uphold one another, to uplift one another, and remind one another that, listen, at the end of the day, it is worth it. It's absolutely worth it. And so, um, just want to extend that invitation to each of you that are listening and that are willing to join us today for our fast. Uh, there is absolutely a word from the Lord, uh, but right before then, if you guys were wondering, um, on August the 5th, we will still be having uh, our our barbecue, our picnic, our uh, just our, our fellowship where we'll spend some time together and just celebrate uh, our nine-year existence. Um, I know I've been quiet about it. I wanted to make sure that we'd be able to do it. We are also going to um, gather school supplies so that we can uh, be a blessing to some of our local neighborhoods and uh, and hopefully impact some of those families that aren't in a position to necessarily do a whole bunch. Hopefully we can do more this year than we have in times past now that the world has opened up. So I just wanted to put that on your hearts and minds. Look for uh, a flyer later on today. Uh, it'll be on both my page, the Declare Victory page, as well as the Victory Room. So look for information there. Um, more than anything, asking for donations of school supplies. And uh, if you don't necessarily have the capacity to uh, buy school supplies or you live in another state, uh, please feel free to send a little something so we can make sure we have everything that we need so our distribution is as broad as possible. Amen. Um, last but not least, you all know that our sister Valerie lost her son um, a couple of Fridays ago, who happened to be one of my son Josiah's closest and dearest friends, especially in our most difficult time. She's not asked this at all, uh, but she has served uh, alongside of me for years on end. Uh, her, her child was a tremendous blessing to our family uh, to the degree of literally pushing Josiah when he could not walk himself. Um, and it, it, while it is my burden, I'm not trying to make it yours, but if in fact you feel moved or compelled to spend a little something so that we can extend something to her in her time of grief, 
Uh, it would be greatly appreciated if you are interested in assisting with serving. The services are the 7th and the 8th of August. So the 7th is the quiet hour, so the 8th would be the need. That's a uh, that's Monday and a Tuesday. So if you're interested in serving, please don't hesitate. Uh, you can visit the website, uh, fill out one of the, the forms for serving, like maybe at the repast or something of that nature. If you're interested in providing food for the repast, please let me know. All right, now that the business uh, is out of the way, oh, I'm sorry, real quick. If you're sending something specifically for Valerie, please just put Valerie in the memos, be it PayPal, be it Cash App. Um, if you send it directly to me, just put Valerie in the memos, and I will uh, give an account for what we have sent to her specifically as it is collected, okay? All right. Now, here here we go. Thank you, Barbara. Um, here we go. Let's, let's talk about it this morning. Yesterday, we were uh, blessed. Uh, with the gracious sound of my dear baby sister, uh, Dr. Sabrina Robertson. And yeah, that's, that's soon to be really official soon as she defends her dissertation. I'm so excited about that. I'm going to keep saying it. Dr. Sabrina Robertson, honey, that's a big, gigantic deal. Amen. Um, and she, she absolutely blessed us. Uh, she absolutely encouraged us. She absolutely uh, imparted to us from uh, her life wisdom and from um, her clinical perspective, as well as just her innate, witty thought process. She'd have to be her friend to understand. One of the most quick-wit chicks I've ever met in my whole entire life. Um, and so I just, I want to go right behind her uh, with in mind that the ultimate goal in every single month that we operate is that something happens that begins to transform according to what what is written in the word of God be transformed by the renewing of your mind um, I mentioned quite frequently that a lot of times while um, deliverance ministry is, is absolutely what I am called to do um, I got it, Krishanda. Um, I understand today that there are levels to this, right? And, and we've been talking about purpose now for, uh, this is the third week. You guys have heard the definition uh, multiple times. And, and I'm going to say it like this. In any type of a mathematical tutoring um, arena or area, it is stated emphatically and statistically proven that repetition breeds um, not only familiarity, but it starts to develop a pattern and or a habit of understanding. The more you hear a thing, uh, the greater awareness you have of it. It's kind of like, um, as I can physically see, have you ever noticed that when you purchase a specific thing or a, a car per se, um, you become aware of that particular brand or model of car and things like everywhere you go, you see them. Well, that's what we do month after month after month when we declare a theme for the month. It is something that will prayerfully create 
a, a form of triggers that anytime you start to think about your life and your life existence, you begin to think about your purpose. Uh, you begin to think about even your prayer life. You begin to think about the reality of practicing presence, that every single time we have um, these uh, dialogues, these conversations about a specific thing, that it will become a part of who you are, not just a word in passing, but it starts to get in you, not just on you. The things on you, you can always take off, but the things in you, it's like prego, it's in there. If I put sugar in tea, um, the reality is I can't unput it. it. It can't be taken out. Such is that of gathering or garnering a revelation of who Jesus is to you, but more importantly, who you are to the kingdom in this particular realm. As you move closer to kingdom relationship, the way that you perceive a thing begins to shift from uh, servant of God, although we have a servant's heart, from friend of God, although we build relationship and Jesus calls us friend, the reality is that we are sons of God, not male or gender oriented, but our position, our stance, our footing, our grounding is in that we have a place of authority in which we can ask, we can approach, we can anticipate, but more importantly, we can uh, be certain about where we reside when it comes to uh, being a son of God. It means that we have access to everything that our Father is. It means that we can uh, entreat him in that his responsibility as Lord, his responsibility as Abba or Father or Daddy or Dad, whatever you choose to call him, obligates him to be responsible for everything concerning us as a natural father would be on steroids. The more I began to understand that we are the sons of God, the greater revelation I got of my role, my responsibility, my access, um, my approach, it changed from uh, being consumed with guilt from the history of a collective of bad decisions. It, it yields uh, the fruit of um, the access that we have to entreat God when we approach him concerning anything from our health to our finances to our children to our uh, uh, position at work from anything that we have going on. He is Abba. And I was looking at a very familiar passage of scripture. Um, you guys have heard it, and and I'll just share from there. If I were to tag this anything, um, I, I would tag it in purpose. You hear us say all the time, uh, go and be great. Go and be the Jesus that somebody needs to see in and on purpose. Uh, when we consider on purpose, uh, that breeds intentionality. But we, when we consider in purpose, 
that breeds location. That has geo coordinates. You guys hear me say all the time, there are certain things that we have to understand as believers, that everything about how we move, how we live, how we have our being is should be fluid within, okay? Should be fluid within. I'm going to give you a, a single passage of scripture, and then I'll give you some scripture references. You may want to grab a pen and some paper, because what I want you to get uh, to is the place where you never take anyone's word for the word. The word uh, is is supposed to be a personal database for you to refer to as it relates to key elements in practical living, right? We, we live with laws, principles, and precepts. Those laws, principles, and precepts are in place to ensure that there are perimeters, right, to ensure that there are boundaries, to ensure that there are access points and um, various details that keep us not only in God's presence, but intentional about being in purpose. So again, if I were to coin this anything, it would be in purpose. So first, I mean, uh, Colossians, uh, let me go physically to it. Uh, Colossians 1, 1 and 16. Colossians 1, 1 and 16. And you can actually start at 15. This particular passage starts there, but I'm going to start at 16. It says, for in him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created uh, through him and for him. And and let me retract what I call it. Um, as opposed to just in, I want you to call it hashtag been purpose. <laughs> I've been purpose. I was purpose before I was a person. One of my favorite statements. Listen, before I ever landed here, there was intentionality to the texture of me. Before I ever opened my mouth to say a word, there was an agenda, an objective, an idea, a concept that uh, God had in mind when he sent me into the earth realm to walk amongst the land of the living. Again, I, I want to I say this verse one more time because I need you to hear it. It says, for in him all things are created not just by him, in him. In other words, he went inside of himself to push out the idea of who you are into the earth. It says things. That word things in and of itself encumbers a multitude, a plethora of different um, topography. It covers lots of land. It it gives um, a, a very broad view or understanding or approach to uh, a collective. It says things in heaven and on earth. Listen to the variable or the differential there, in and on earth, right? So things, that means that even this dresser that I, I'm looking at that's tangible, 
uh, because he speaks to the visible and the invisible. Even this mattress that came to my house in a box and I almost jumped on Pablo then because I was thinking to myself, ain't no way. I paid several thousand dollars for this little box y'all and brought up here and you think I'm supposed to sleep on it and I can't in my mind gather how you could put uh, this mattress that I know is 10 plus inches in a little box and think you're going to just leave it in front of my door and I'm going to open the box and I'm going to pull this supposed to be uh, a queen size mattress out of this little bitty box you done brought up here. I think y'all trying to play me. I mean, I summoned Pablo and Ernest to stand right here, open that box and let me see that that was what I had actually purchased. Cause I mean, it was not visible to me that it could possibly be this huge mattress that I get to look at today, right? Things, it means all kinds of stuff. Any variation or variable you could possibly consider is all part of uh, his inness. It's all part of his binness. Everything that we see is literally a reflection of what was in God to begin with. Uh, the glasses that I have on so I don't uh, uh, get confused as I look at what would appear as little bitty ants were created from inside of him. The light switch that we turn on when we get up in the morning to start our day was God glory inside of him. And he used a person to get it in to the earth. We've been purpose. This purse that I put on my shoulder as I go outside during the course of my day, it came from the imagine came from the imagination of the Father. It came from an idea, this mirror that I see sitting here on my dresser. It came from God's mind. It came from the internal workings of who and what and everything that he encompasses, these blinds that we uh, have a little knob on, even the knob to turn the blinds came from inside of him. Nothing that we look at is outside of its purpose. Everything that we see, <laughs> ooh, that's so icy. Imagine, imagine if that imaginative God could go as far as to uh, have Ming Lee and them uh, in distant countries creating hair wefts. So now today, I don't care how bald-headed Kisa is, baby, she can walk away Rapunzel with no hesitation. I don't care how mangled your hands might look, baby, I keep a good pack of Lee press-on nails or whatever you'd like to call them in my uh, little trolley of personal items. I, I get to sit in front of my desk in this here uh, chair and get on my laptop and things that used to take snail mail to get from one place to the next place. God gave Steve Jobs, whether or not he acknowledged him as Abba, he gave him the intel to know how to create and design something that today we've discovered we can't live without a thing that will notify us when uh, we are apart from our devices that all came listen listen from inside of him we are all created in his likeness and in his image the unfortunate part is most of us don't really believe that
It goes on to say, after visible and invisible, it says, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and, listen, for him. I'm going to read that verse one more time because I didn't realize how much meat was in the content of uh, the the text. I didn't realize how many uh, uh, variables there were that, that could take me on all kinds of different paths this morning. For in him, all things were created, things in heaven and things in earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been. I have been my purpose, but I didn't know I was me. I I had already been everything I was created to be. I just didn't recognize that I was what I was. I, I have been. It means historically. It means that over time, it means that beyond what I understood the revelation of who we are created in his image and in his likeness is really a matter of a reformation of thought. The kingdom of God is a mentality mindset. It's an alteration of your thought process. It is a shift in how you approach information. It is whether or not the cup is half empty or perhaps in your mind it's half full. It is the vernacular that you use, the verbiage, the texture of the text that you declare over your life on a regular basis. It is material and immaterial simultaneously. The word in, the definition in both Greek and Hebrew read as follows. It's a preposition, uh, properly in, inside, within, figuratively in the realm or sphere of, as in the condition or state of which something operates from the inside or within. In denotes uh, present, or enclosed, surrounded by limits, as in a house or in a fort or in a city. It denotes the state of being mixed. So in other words, we have not just full access to who and what God is, but because we came from within, we can't get everything that he is out, even if we don't acknowledge it. Even if we never maximize it or reach our zenith, everything that is in him is in us, which means that everything that he declared or called or set or saw or desired for us to be, it's not like it's not in there. It's like the tea that I mentioned earlier. I can't put sugar in a cup of hot water with a steeping tea bag and not expect for the water to change or for the the taste of it to be sweetened. And once it is sweet, I cannot unsweeten it. What if we all got the revelation of the fact that, number one, he sent us here with intentionality by every means. It has nothing to do with going to work and coming home. It has nothing to do with having children and taking little Sammy back and forth to soccer practice. It, it has nothing to do with uh, whether or not you and Ron Ron can get from point A 
to point B and, and buy a big house and a big fancy car uh, and, and pay for little Johnny to go to college, even though he's bad. And, you know, he might come home without completeness. It, it, it's not that. There is so much more. What if we all came to the concrete decision that every single day would be full of intentionality, that everything that you were created to do, you refuse, you almost protest or contest the fact that you have an obligation to be what you have been because understanding and knowing that you are in relationship with the Father, it declares and denotes that you understand that you cannot afford to be out. You can't afford to not be in alignment with the truth of who God says that you are. What, well, well, Dion, what, what exactly does that look like? I know purpose is, is almost a cuss word to many people. Purpose uh, starts to make people uncomfortable in your presence. Purpose will uh, call you to attention when you uh, would rather put your fingers in your ears and declare, I'm not listening, I'm not listening, or something that the majority of us that are 50 plus can absolutely relate to is Charlie Brown's teacher. Well, womp, 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 where all you see is ankles, socks, and shoes. Right? But you get to a certain point where the desire to be what was in him, in the earth, overtakes your desire to be outside of his frame, outside of that fear that he spoke of, outside of that location that gets you closer and closer to being a reflection of what's in him in the earth. You get to a certain point where as you understand that you are a son, which is absolutely a revelation of who God says you are in him through his eyes in the earth, you get to a place where that decision aligns and agrees with the truth of what he's already said. How, how do you know, Dion, that uh, you are in Christ and you have been? How, how do you know? What, what does that look like? That's, the, that's the, the, the looming question, right? And so I'm just going to give you four simple points, just four. I'm going to give you four things, and we can, we can talk about this all day. Right, I, I could talk about this all day because the more I begin to understand uh, my use, uh, my my purpose, my why, the more I begin to understand it, the more I understand it. <laughs> it's really, really simple. So, so what do you do? How do you know you are in? Right. So I'm going to say this, and some may or may not agree. I don't care. I'm going to just share how God gave it to me, right? So let, let's go to Matthew 8 and 29. Matthew 8 and 29. Let's, let's catch it right quick. Matthew 8 and 29. All right, guys, I got several scriptures. Give me one second and I'll get right to it. All right, Matthew 8 and 29 reads as follows, and it says, um, and behold, they cried out, what have you to do with us, O son of God? Have you come here to torment us before our time? Listen, after a while, when you start to know who you are, folks get to ask, man, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> Why are you here, honey? Why have you come? <laughs> you are 
full of uh, antagonism. Everything about your presence makes my skin crawl, child. <laughs> what? 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 When you start operating in and on purpose intentionally, your very presence has an impact. There was nowhere that Jesus went that they didn't know he was there. Maybe he showed up, they knew he had showed up. He showed up, they start screaming and hollering, son of, son of David, son of David, have mercy on me. Everybody knew when he walked in the room. And now, am I saying that uh, you're supposed to be extremely extra? No, I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, at some point, we ought to know you here. At some point, you ought to be able to walk in a room and shift an atmosphere. At some point, um, all kidding to the left, I don't mean no harm, and I'm not trying to be funny. You borderline ought to become the topic of conversation, and not because you did anything wrong, but because for real, your presence carries weight, has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with your mantles, your matrix, and your metrons. It has everything to do with what was in him, hallelujah, manifested in the earth uh, because you have been purpose, right? And so so the truth is that everybody ain't going to like you. Everybody is not going to be happy, Sabrina, because you're getting this, they're going to call your, your doctor the little doctorate. <laughs> they're going to call it a small one. They're going to put L-I-L on that thing, right? I'm excited. That's my sister. I'm proud, right? So I'm juiced about it. Everybody is not going to cheer when you walk in a room. And, and to, to be real honest, what do you want? <laughs> Some people just get uncomfortable because you showed up. That should not matter to you because it is par for the course, right? Your very presence should have an impact. Um, second, obedience is no longer an inconvenience. Right? Like, I'm not mad because I got to do what he said. I'm not, I'm not frustrated because I gave him a yes. It was a decision, and it means that I'm responsible for standing on that thing. Right? So let me give you some, some scripture context. That's Deuteronomy 6, uh, 4 through 9. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord, your God, with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and uh, when you rise. Right? You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the door steps of your house and on your gates. And you can you can read that whole little kid in caboodle right there. That's one of them swibs. That's what I call it. As as my niece Raven says, honey, that was clutch. <laughs> I learned a new word, right? I'm, I know. One of the golden girls is, is trying it. I'm, I'm going to try it because I, I liked how that sounded. But the reality is inconvenience is, is no longer um, a threat to your personal convenience. After a while, you just make active decisions. Man, I'm not doing that. 
I'm cool. <laughs> I could. Y'all wouldn't know. But because I've been in purpose, I've been a part of his inner workings, there are certain things that call me back to what I came from. There are certain things that cause me to change the nature of who I say I am. There's a level of conviction that happens that even if you blow it, even if you step outside of the parameters, baby, that thing will call you back and be like, hey, check this out. We don't have time to go back there. That's not emotion. That's a decision. You choose to obey God. It is no longer convenient. Inconvenient. I'm sorry. Right. So so that's number two. So the very first one is your presence has an impact. You walk in a room and shake that thing up. Rain, shine, sleep. No, obedience is no longer an inconvenience. Now, check this out. Here's another one. People pleasing is not an option. Listen, listen, listen. I want you to put your ear real close to the phone right here. Put your put your put your I'm going to give you a second to do it. People-pleasing is not an option. I don't care what you think. I don't care how you feel about how I move around. I don't care if you don't like me. I'm never going to treat you any different. I don't care. (laughs) I ain't going to let you run out. Don't run out. And I may never say a word, right? But after a while, you stop tripping. You just be like, oh, that's what we're doing? Got it. Got it, got it. I'm clear, but let me tell you what I'm going to do because I've been in. (laughs) I've been on. I've been called this, right? And it came from inside of him. It didn't have anything to do with me opting to be great or to be favored or to be in his presence or to be impactful or to have influence or wait. He had influence without saying much of anything. (laughs) Just his being was, right? Just his presence was more than enough. Let's go to John 4 and 4. (laughs) Let's get one last bar as we get ready to wrap it up. And I promise I'm going to wrap it up. But listen, obviously this thing got good to me. I love his word. It's dope every time. Now some of the time. And we're going to go to John 4 and 34, 4 and 34, okay? All right, and it says, Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work, right? Uh, Prior to that, in 32, he, he told them, I have food to eat that you don't know nothing about, honey. So the disciples said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Listen, check this out. It's not about what you brought me. It's about our glory. It's about what's in me, child. I can't, I can't help this. And you notice that in Deuteronomy it said, listen, this, this is my conversation. This, this is what I talk about. If you have a conversation with me for a length of time, now I might joke and I might laugh and I might kid for a minute, but I guarantee you because of what's in me, all roads lead back to Jesus. Before it's all over, there's going to be a testament of his greatness somewhere in my conversation. There's going to be tales of his goodness and how that his great love has capsized my heart in such a way that the things I used to do, I'm not interested in because it's not what's in me. It was what was on me because of experience 
experience and exposure, but purpose will start to call you back to him. It'll start to bring your thought process into what his thoughts, his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. Our ways begin to chase after the truth of who he said because he made us in his image and in his likeness. What's in him is in me. What's on him is on me because I had been. I've been this. I was this before my mother met my father. I was this before they ever laid down. I was this before all those uh, infractions happened that uh, bruised my heart. I was this before I made bad decisions because I didn't know I was me. I didn't know that the weight of who I am has nothing to do with how fabulous and wonderful I am. I'm just what I was. <laughs> I'm just what I came from, right? So the first one is your very presence has an impact. That was Matthew 8 and 29. Obedience is no longer an inconvenience. That's Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. People pleasing ain't what I'm doing. I'm not doing that. You don't have to like me. <laughs> Go away then. Stay out of my circumference. How about that? Last but not least, your company will reflect your decision. Your company will reflect your decision. Now, if you don't know nothing else, and I'm going to say it like my grandma used to say, honey, birds of a feather. <laughs> right? You'll hear any of those that are elitist declare, if you want to know where somebody is going, you look at the five people closest to them. Yup. Right? So so when you you start paying attention, and I got a scripture for that too, I promise. Right? You start looking around at who you spend your time with, who your conversation um, is geared towards or leaning towards. You start paying attention to uh, your patterns and your habits that are associated with those you are connected to and with. And what you begin to notice is uh, how could you think outside the box when every time you talk to Betty, uh, she's telling you how much she hates her husband, how stupid he is, how broke he is, honey, how his sex game is whack, and how at the end of the day you should have never married him with your stupid self. Child, don't tell nobody you slow. <laughs> Get off my phone. <laughs> right? You are in a covenant relationship, and you got sister friends that have you and help you beat your husband up. You the monkey. And by the time it's all said and done, you're going to be lonely because you're going to listen to a whole bunch of foolishness. Spend time with people that reinforce the truth that reinforce values, principles, laws, and precepts that are working to keep you in purpose, on purpose. If you spend a whole bunch of time with people who stay high on a consistent basis, if you know you got a problem with pills and you forever kicking it with Rhonda and Rhonda stay with them blue things and them yellow things and them pink things, you know you probably shouldn't be kicking it with Rhonda. <laughs> Right? If you know that you used to work at the strip joint and you know Kiki and them get money temporarily, <laughs> you probably shouldn't be kicking it with Kiki much anymore if that's what God delivered you from. Small or the short of it is that which you surround yourself, you become. It just is what it is. 
right? So let me let me give you scripture for that. Ruth 1 and 18, Ruth 1 and 18, and I, I use this, or you can use the story of David and Jonathan, but I use this because let, let me tell you what happens. When you fool around and get a revelation of you, when you start to identify your uh, isness, when you start to really get that there is more to you than meets the eye, you stop settling. You stop spending time with people who allow you to settle. You spend time in challenging environments. You spend time with people who will say, hey, what, what was that? Right? You spend time with people who love you enough to be honest with you in spite of and regardless to what you think uh, you should be doing in that moment. But but let, let's look at what the text says. Look, Ruth told, well, let me let me just, I'll read it to you. All right. So it says, um, amen. So I think it's, uh, what did I say? One and no, it's not 18. It starts at like 15 through 18. Sorry, God. So 15 through 18, let me start there. And so, so at this point, Naomi had told Ruth and Orpha to go on somewhere, gone back to y'all self people. Cause child, I ain't got no more funds for y'all. I, I ain't got no money. My husband and died on me. I'm broke. Uh, you broke, we going to be broke together. How we, how we going to do this? Now, uh, if, if we don't know nothing else, we know Naomi was bitter, right? She was a little frustrated because it was a wrap. She didn't have nothing else to use as a bargaining chip. Husband dead. She ain't got no bread. She's now a widow. And in those days, it was considered an outcast. But but here's the thing. When God wants to bless you, he sends you a person. There are a couple of exchanges that happened in this particular passage of scripture. And it said, and she said, see, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her God, lowercase you. Return after your sister-in-law. Listen, check this out. But Ruth said, hey, 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 man. <laughs> um, no, don't urge me to leave you or to return from following you for where you go. I go. And where I lodge, you will lodge. Your people become my people, and your God, my God. Capital G. Where you die, check this out. Me too. And there I will be buried. May the Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything, but death part me from you. And then Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her. And she said no more. So what it did was it shut Naomi up. And let me tell you what it did, because obviously if she had had a husband, if she had had and raised some children, if she had been uh, had the capacity to be a mother-in-law, there was some wisdom, ah, glory, down on the inside of Naomi that she probably uh, had gotten to that place of hopelessness. Imagine the level of depression that she probably would have experienced had Ruth not said, man, I'm not going. No, I'm going with you, man. You and I, we we are a, a whole thing. I love you. I know you ain't got nothing, but we'll figure it out. But what it, what Ruth's challenge of no, 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 I'm not leaving did in Naomi was triggered her not in this. It triggered what was inside of her. It triggered her innovation. It triggered her capacity to be stretched. It triggered her mindset to shift. It triggered her out of depression and into determination when she recognized that Ruth's determination uh, meant that she would not only not leave her, but listen, I need you to figure it out because I know there's something in you. There's something on you. There's something that I need from you and I can't afford for you to quit now 
Ruth's hunger for what was in her. Ruth's hunger for what was what would lead her to purpose was tied to that relationship. Was not until that interaction happened, there was a supernatural exchange. And in that moment, in my spiritual sanctified imagination, I can imagine Naomi's wheels starting to turn up. Oh, I don't know nothing else. If I take care of her, she got me. If I make sure she good, she got me. Let me tell y'all something, and, and I know y'all know this, and but I'm going to say it publicly about my Naomi, about that Tanya Nadine Alexander. <laughs> Honey, listen, I will fight a lion with a switch, dig a ditch with a toothpick, because I understood what was in her, but more importantly, what was on her, I needed to refine what was in me. I've been me. She's been her. And this is the thing. What was in Ruth challenged everything in Naomi for more. What is on my life, what is in me, challenged Kenya to change several things about how she thinks, about how she moves, about how she operates. There is a supernatural exchange that happens when you are open to better when you are available for more and different. Sabrina, when I first met Sabrina, there were so many things I can see. I can't unsee. It's kind of like that tea and that sugar. I can't unsee what I've already seen. I can't make it go out of my head. I remember people asking me, what do you see in Jamila? Everything I see in the earth. Ah, glory. Because it was in her. <laughs> it was already there. Right, so I'm saying all of that to say, listen, everything that you need to operate in and on purpose is in you. I'm not guessing. I'm not just saying something. You can do with several things. You can live beneath the radar. You can live beneath your means. You can live beneath your privilege and your access. But I'm telling you, you don't have to anymore. Every single thing you need to thrive, to produce, to access, to push, to pull, to produce is inside of you. It's been in. I'm super over my time. I don't care. I had to get that out of me, and I'm grateful. I pray that something that I said triggered something that's in you to expect more, that it triggered something in you to hunger and thirst for a different level. I pray that it pushed you in your thinking to make some active decisions to move into better because it's in you to do. God wants to get some things in your hand, right? He wants to get some things, more importantly, outside of in your hand. He wants to get them in the earth. But he can't get them if you don't know you've been purpose. If you don't know you, it, it's been in you. All you have to do is push into him. The Bible says, he who seeks me finds me. He who knocks it shall be opened. He who asks receives. And you better learn how to open up your mouth with great expectation, 
Ruth's refusal to leave revolutionized not just her life, but every life connected to her. The four things that you always need to remember is that, number one, your very presence is called to have an impact. No more playing small and shrinking. Obedience should be your honor. To obey the voice of God in and through all things. Worrying about what people think and say, child, I don't care. You got to go back to him because it came from inside of him. It just happens to live inside of me. And you just happen to experience what's inside of me tangibly in the earth. Your company will reflect your decisions. Listen, I done got uh, cut off behind saying, well, how do I do that? Make a decision. Make a decision that settling is no longer an option. That no matter what comes, rain, shine, sleet, or snow, hell or high tide, I'm going after everything that's in him so that I will be a perfect reflection of who God says I am. In Jesus' name. That being said, there may be somebody on the call that is, uh, well, wait, let me start, let me back up. Let me let me honor um, our men. Um, for those of you that are able to come off mute, I know many of you are working or perhaps not in a position to speak, but if there are any fellas on the line that would like to jump in and say good morning, let me let you do that before these ladies go ham. Any guys that want to say good morning? Amen. If not, um, there may be somebody that called the line for the first time. Uh, you're welcome to jump in anytime. Amen. All right. That being said, Ali, Ali, Oxenfree. Good morning, all. Good morning, Dion. This is Sister Sylvia. Hey, Sister I want to thank you for your thank you for your declaration, and thank you for your support always, and especially yesterday as we laid my mom to rest. The, the whole day was absolutely beautiful, and I just thank you and everyone for all your support. God bless you and declare victory. Amen. Amen. Blessings to you. I'm glad that things went well, Sylvia, and I hope that uh, the little... Okay, Google, I'm not talking to you. Stop. Stop. Honey, cancel. I hope that at least somebody got to get a little snack before you guys dealt with uh, the pressure of the goings-on yesterday. So blessings to you, and thank you to you, Declare Victory, for us even being in a position um, to make sure that they got some of what they needed during their time of grief and loss. Amen. Anybody else want to say good morning? Thank you for sharing, Sylvia. Good morning, Diane. I appreciate the declaration. Hey, and somebody has a lot of background noise, and I heard someone else say, I appreciated your declaration. Who was that? Leo, Mia. Hey, Mother. Good morning. Good morning, sweet. Love you. I love you more. No, you don't. Good morning. It's Diane. <laughs> good morning, Lady Di. 
Good morning. Good good lesson this morning. Amen. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you. Good morning. God bless you once again and forevermore. Amen. Good morning. Is that Barb? Miss Mary. Oh, hey, Miss Mary. Good morning. God bless. God bless you. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Amen. Good, yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Great declaration. Good morning, Krishanda. Blessings to you. Good morning. This is Swanita. Hey, Swanita. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Miss B. Hey, Thank you B. for your blessing. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Gracious. Hey, good morning, Gracious. Good morning, Mrs. Shirley. Hey, Miss Shirley, good morning. I heard another voice. Who was that? Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, comments? Let's do it. Good morning, Dion. If my train falls off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Back on the scene. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Morning, Dee. Grace Share. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your share and just thank you for purpose. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Blessing. Morning, um, Likewise, Dion, this is Juanita. Um, I actually wanted to say the same thing, just saying thank you for um, sharing this morning. Um, the scriptures and all, um, everything was just good um, and um, enlightful, you know. But I definitely um, like the um, the presentation, as you said, in in purpose, in person. So I just thank God um, for you this morning, um, and God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Swanita. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Love you. <laughs> Good morning, young lady. Blessings to you. Love you. Good morning as Good morning. well. This is Gloria. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. I'm going back hey. on you. Just want to say good morning and thank you. Amen. Good morning. Good Hi, Miss Shirley. Again. Hold on two seconds. Miss Shirley, who else was that? So I can get an order right quick. Magnificent. Good morning. Magnificent. Good morning. Go ahead, Miss Shirley. Are we doing comments or are you just saying hello still? You can you can comment. Go ahead, babe. Um, I really uh enjoy how you use the example about Anne and you gave me such a clearer, visible picture when you said you can put sugar in tea, but you can't take the sugar out. 
which helped me look at um, what God put in us. It's God is in us. Then no one should be able to take what God has implemented in us to have that much power over us to take it out. So I just love that. So I just wanted to say thank you for using that uh, example. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Blessing. Magnificent, did you want to share something? Good morning. No, I just wanted to say good morning. Thank you for your share and um, the investment of time to love living out loud. I just, I'm grateful for declare victory in you, Pastor. Love you. Amen. Love you more. Good morning, y'all. This is Sonia. I'm coming back. The engine's coming. My train's coming back. So, I'm just going to say this. You gave a lot of a lot of a lot of meat just like pulled pork you got to pull it apart you you said jonathan and then and, and david and then you said ruth and naomi and it takes me back to when god had the man with the withered hand to outstretch that's what you have done for a lot of us you have had us stretched out our withered hand so that it could be restored in many areas of our life for me for me and many times and not in the sense you have basically said it and for me i'm one of those that you just got to speak to directly get up because you can't sit there no more get up face it stand up in it so you can move on because there's others that you got to do the same for get up because you got to live so others can live and breathe Get up so they can have their joy restored. Get up so that they can heal because this is what you have done for us. You have breathed life back into us. You have helped us have more water put back in our system where it was cracked. You have done, it's just, it's unfathomable. So when we've had to walk a dusty road, that dusty road has been restored to where there's a sycamore tree like me. I had to climb it so restoration can begin and healing begins. So I want to thank you for today because today is a new day and I still got a smile on my face and I can laugh. So that's why I say when my train fell off the track, amen. Going back <laughs> Amen. God be praised. That's all it's about. It's so funny, too. Thank you for all the things you birthed in me, oh, radical one, the radical midwife. So many things you birthed in me and through me. And um, walking around pregnant and um, not even knowing the value of things that I have or things that God was preparing me to go through. So I just thank you for being that prophetic voice. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Blessings. I'm honored. Always. Can I just work? Can somebody who ever has their TV or something on, can you please mute? Anybody else? Anybody yes, good else? Morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning. This is uh, Sister Sylvia and um, 
I was trying to keep up and follow. I, I have to admit I'm a little tired today. But um, one thing that stands out, and I think you've talked about this before, and uh, Sister Lisa helped me with this so much a few years ago, is when stop uh, worrying or focusing on what people say about you or think about you, um, it just brings a peace, you know, that God gives you. Because otherwise, you can't even focus on your purpose or what he has you here for if you're worried about what everybody else thinks or what they say. Um, when you said about how you walk into a room, you know, and the pe- way people react sometimes, not necessarily in a positive way, um, but that's okay because, you know, God is, you know, and so I'm saying that because I had to you know, deal with things like that for a long time, you know, especially with siblings and family members. And once I stopped the word caring, literally, what someone said or thought about me, that's when God started showing me who I was within him. Yeah, yeah, very good and very simple. Yeah. So it's helped me, especially in a time like this, um, you know, dealing with the death of my mom and, you know, siblings showing up, you know, and like, oh, we all took care of mom. Okay, whatever you say, you know, um, I don't have to argue with you about it, you know, but um, God knows, you know, and so I've learned to just be quiet, <laughs> you know, be still and know that I'm God. So thank you. Okay, Wh- whose phone is that? That's, that's moving a whole garbage can across the uh, concrete floor. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing, Sylvia. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. It's Krishanda. Good morning. So, good morning. I'm so grateful for you. Woo! Jesus. I'm so grateful that you got to a point point that you didn't care so that we could be set free, so that we can set others free um, to walk in our purpose. Oh, God, I'm so grateful, um, right, because if we weren't in this good company, we would be stuck or we could continue, we could choose to continue to be stuck or take this information take these keys and be set free. So God bless you, woman of God. So grateful for you. I'm back on you. And I, you, thank you, Krishanta. Thank you for your consistency, your uh, constant support uh, for all of you that share your encouraging words, your gifts of love, so that we can be gifts of love to the body and even those that don't necessarily know that they were called to be in just yet. How about that? I appreciate you all as well. Yo, D. Hey. Yo, D. I'm going to get Sonya because yeah. she had me at the school. I was When she was saying that, get up here. Yeah, I was getting my little walk in, a little sea walk. I was sea walking. But, um, you know, I love you. There's no not words to even say what the impact that you and Tanya, Nadine, and Dr. Sabrina have made on my life. And so as you were speaking, I was thinking about that perception that people have. Even... Me, I get it all the time. It's, it used to it used to hurt my feelings a little bit 
when they say she not a lord, she's so radical. You know, you know, you've heard it too. But I don't care because I know who I am called to reach. And so, just this past weekend, oh my God, I had six young men get me up for prayer. They're going through things. They reached out to me, not their pastors, not you know, but for me with my crazy self. So I no longer even give it a thought. You know, and people might think, oh, she think. No, I don't think anything. I just know what God put in me to give out, if that makes sense. So all the mess that I've been through, I know how to use it to impact others. Good morning. So I just, I don't know, I'm just grateful for Declare Victory and for your yes and for almost 10 years of just having a new step in my step and not being too concerned with others because we all have, we all have to walk this thing out. And it don't look the same. Everybody's walk's not the same because of what he did. He created us all differently and wonderfully made. So I love you. And, yeah, shout out to Malik because I know I, I witnessed his love for Sai. And so it's just beautiful. I love you. I thank God for you. And, you know, I got you. Whatever, whatever. I got you. Amen. Love you more, sis. Thank you. Thank you for your you. Amen. Anybody else? I have to say this one last thing. I'm sorry. Uh, this is Sylvia again. What I love about you, Dion, is your humbleness. You know, all all of these people, all of these men and women, young people, unhoused people's lives that you have touched by the grace of God. Um, that I hear and I've experienced for myself is just impeccable. And yet your humbleness is what I inspire about you, what I really love about you, that, you know, you always contribute to, you know, the, the word of God and where this all is coming from. And yet you've done and God has used you in such a way, but your humbleness is something that is to be spoken of. And I just wanted to say that because you, I hear it, I see it, I've met you in person, but just who you are in God and your humbleness is something that a lot of people thirst for. So I just wanted to say that because it, it really stands out so much and I just love you for who you are. Thank you. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Because listen, anything else to give me choke slammed, I'm cool. <laughs> We call it chin to chest in this thing. No, I'm not getting my face slapped off. I'll pass. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything this morning? Going once. Going twice. Hey, Dion, this song is again. Hey, go ahead. Dion. Did my sister Didi touched on something about that people pleasing? That was me about people pleasing. I felt if I did something for him, you know, because I because I have a great big heart and I know it, but it got to where it was dangerous. Yeah. And I stopped loving myself and loving people more than myself. But now, uh uh-uh. uh, no sir, <laughs> no sir, no ma'am. No ham, no turkey, no, no turkey. No, 
and no spam. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Nancy. Nancy is my niece. Say. Nancy, auntie. But you have. You, it, I, I just. It's, there's no words because you have helped us to be connected to purpose, people, kingdom, people that truly love the Lord. But we'll stand in the gap for you. We'll come fight for you because I think it when you walked up in my house. Even my sister, Didi, y'all just don't know. I'm not going to tell that story. But this declare victory, y'all, the word, the words itself is declare victory. We declare it every day out our mouths when we walk, how we walk. And Sylvia, as you said, when you walk into the room, don't worry, because what they're trying to do is trying to understand how you walk into the room and everything's going on and on the inside, but you're still walking in your purpose. See, God's got us. <laughs> when he does what he does, when he performs surgery, it's a wrap. I'm going on mute. I tell you, when my engine tried to fall off the track. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. Amen. Anybody else? All right. Well, guys, like I said before, I pray that something that I said was helpful, um, something that I said encouraged you, inspired you, enriched you, um, but more importantly, will cause you to remember that you've been purpose. You had been already, right? The only thing you have to do is get a revelation of what already was. It's just a matter of the process, spending time in his presence and doing things like what we do every Wednesday, and that's push back our plate. It starts to push you into places of purpose and promise. It's completely up to you. It is a decision. I decided to not only follow Jesus, but I decided that there is no other option. This is all I got. This is it. Done deal. So that being said, listen, I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you be the Jesus that somebody needs to see, that you realize that because you were in him from the beginning, that all you have to do now is Stand firm on that being the truth. Everything else is history. I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Keep going, keep growing, but more importantly, keep chasing after the truth of what he said a long time ago about everything that you are. Everything that you need is inside of you. Trust him. Expect him. Be a complete reflection of him because it's a decision. All right? All right, guys. I love you, but I promise God loves you the most. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Amen. Bye, you guys. I love you guys so much. Love you. Love you all. Bye, guys.